0: Okay. What is? Can you describe the like details of the physical s- sensation a bit more?
1: Um, gosh, I mean, how much more can I describe? than like, it's like your heartbeat in your vagina and it starts to throb. I mean, it where? Really, it, Where's
0: it? What's? What's it? It. It
1: is my vagina and my clitoris. Okay. Um. So I think it really it just it varies. I think it depends on my state of arousal. Um. Generally, for me, it doesn't really take. Like that much time for me to go from zero to say, like 80% per se. Um,
0: Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with candor and humor that is frequently controversial but usually in good faith. And today, it'll probably be an even better faith because Mike is taking an episode break and in his stead is Friend of the Pod and Girlfriend of Me. Alyssa, welcome back, Alyssa.
1: Thank you for having me back.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully we can generate some good (laughs) content here. Uh, Before we get going here, I'm obligated to do the usual annoying podcast intro stuff. Please rate, review, and subscribe to Your Mileage May Vary. Tell your friends about us. And if you have any questions or comments for us, we can be reached at ymmvpod at gmail.com or at ymmvpod on Twitter. We pay $10 for any feedback we we receive, so go ahead and tell us off, and you'll be $10 richer. Ooh. (laughs) Okay. We've prepared... Well, okay. Before I get into that, we should probably, in the interest of full disclosure, (laughs) Alyssa and I recorded an hour-long episode earlier today.
1: And the sound apparently wasn't on. (laughs)
0: Yeah, the sound is bad. (laughs) Which was fortunate because I was also unhappy with the way Alyssa assailed me in my podcast. <laughs> so I have a convenient excuse to paper over that one and, and so go to, to this and, one. And
1: so to console ourselves, we um, we ate fish and we drank a lot. Yeah. So
0: yeah, we have beer here. Um, Cheers. That was a little bit more extravagant. Cracking open sound than I was anticipating. (laughs) But yeah, we've been to dinner. We've had a few drinks. We are in Albania. We've been Mm. traveling around Europe for the last five weeks, six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Currently in a bikini, um, drinking a Albanian beer, wearing my glasses so I can read my questions. Life is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it is 8.15 PM and it's still 97 degrees outside, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, global warming is affecting all of us. So, all right. um, We've each prepared a list of topics to spur conversation here, um, half of which we litigated already (laughs) um, a few hours ago, but nobody knows that except for us. I think a good way to work through them is to just alternate back and forth between our lists. Shall we start with that and see how it goes?
1: I I agree. Okay. Okay. Should I go first or should you go first?
0: I don't know. I feel like your questions were better last time. Were they? And okay. So they're likely to be better Yay! this time. Okay. So yeah. Well, go they're...
1: For it. okay. Um, so first off, this is actually a really good one. Um, coming off of your, you and Mike's last podcast. Yeah. Um, personally, I really do love how Mike has like really gone deep into the TikTok world. Yeah. Like really deep. So he knows yeah, about... In, yeah, yeah. So he's he, like, potentially he's, in trouble. I, I love it. <laughs> I actually don't own a TikTok, but I do know about Vabbing. And,
0: vabbing. Okay, yeah, Vabbing. Yes. So we discussed Vabbing on the last episode. Can you remind the listeners who... Happen to have missed that one episode, what vabbing is.
1: Okay, so vabbing is the act of sticking your fingers in your pussy um, and getting your vaginal juices and or discharge and placing them on areas you would normally place perfume, like behind your ears, on your neck, and onto your wrists.
0: What is the desired um, effect of this? The desired
1: effect is supposed to like give off pheromones to men to like make them more sexually interested into you. I see. And or fall in love. But I think it's just more of like a sexual, like animalistic interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Because I was into the podcast and Keith is like self proclaimed that he can actually smell um, vagina from like a mile away.
0: Okay. A mile's <laughs> a little bit strong. I do think there have been times in my life where I've been, around, I've been around a partner in uh, a situation where she is not naked. For example, at a bar or at a restaurant, mm-hmm. and I could tell that she was aroused by the way that she smelled.
1: Can you tell that I'm aroused
0: by right the way now, that I smell? Or generally? You don't you smell don't know. You aroused don't know. at the moment. You don't know. Are you? No, but <laughs>
1: can you generally tell? I think so. Okay. I can't well,
0: tell if you're like fully dressed with 100% accuracy.
1: Okay, well. Anyway, so I was thinking about this like I was thinking about this whole vabbing thing and I was thinking about doing a vabbing experiment where I would okay, go into vab but like not tell you on a day-to-day basis when I'm doing it, but I'm going to tell you now cuz I want you to call me out when you think that I am. Okay, you and want then I'm me, going to record You want
0: to alert me to be paying particular attention to whether or not you're no, vabbing.
1: No, yeah, cuz I want No, I want I'm not going to tell you that I'm vabbing. I'm just going to do it secretly, mm-hmm. but this is me telling you that's going to happen from this this point forward okay. and I'm just going to document on like my in my calendar when I do and then mm-hmm. when you call me out on it just to see like okay. how accurate your um your pheromone senses are okay
0: I of course love the scientific <laughs> nature of this experiment uh I'm here for it um the you should you understand you should understand yes I do think I should tell I can tell but you should understand that Let's say I think you are vabbing. It is mm. extremely high risk to ask you or tell you that I think that you are. Because let's say you aren't, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh man, you kinda smell you kinda smell like vagina right now and you're not, like, that could be pretty offensive. Well,
1: first of all, my vagina smells like fucking raspberries. It
0: does. It's- yeah.
1: And so, second of all, it's, it's, <laughs> no. Second of all, if yeah. you do tell me like, "Hey, like, are you vibing today?" It's going to make me feel like, "Wow, he's a little bit aroused by me today." I'll take it as a compliment.
0: Okay, I can see. Potentially I'll take, I'll take it as a compliment. I will, but in the interest <laughs> of like entering into this in good faith, I will, I will suppress my concerns about the risk of. Asking if you're vabbing when...
1: And just so you know, it's going to be fucking chaos theory. Like sometimes it'll be five days in a row, and some days it'll be like, like okay. I'll, you'll skip two days, and some days, like who knows what'll happen? You but will I'll mix re- this I, up. Will, I will record it.
0: Good. That's the, the only team. way to do it. Yes. I mean, if there's any and pattern, the I will. <laughs> if there's any perturbations that can be predictable, I will notice them, and, and the name of science. In the, and the name of science. Okay. <laughs> All right, okay. it's my get, turn. Yeah, you have a question. Um, let's do this one. We are on Albanian internet here, so it's a little bit slow. Okay, this person says, do women's, quote, pussy throb, unquote, when they see their man? I heard this on TikTok saying that this is how they know their man is the one. I asked my girlfriend and she said hers does too sometimes when she sees me. Is this an all girl thing? How did I not know this? Mm -hmm. So this question is boring, but I am mostly interested Mm. in understanding what your experience of arousal is
1: when you're around or just in generally
0: when I'm aroused. No, when you're aroused.
1: No, when you're around.
0: Oh, (laughs) well, obviously you're never aroused when I'm not. So Um,
1: I can, no, I can relate to the, um, the whole pussy throbbing. Like, when you know, like when you're like when you're just like really into somebody, like you're kind of aroused and you feel like it's just like your heartbeats in it. Uh-huh. So I, I can relate to that for sure. Okay, um, what is
0: can you describe the like I don't know, the details of the physical sensation a bit more?
1: Um, gosh. I mean, how much more can I describe than like it's like your heartbeat in your vagina and it starts to throb? I mean it where really, it, where's
0: it what's what's it? it
1: it is my vagina and my clitoris okay um so i think it really it just it varies i think it depends on my state of arousal um generally for me it doesn't really take like that much time for me to go from zero to say like 80 percent per se
0: uh-huh.
1: you know so i'll go when from, you say
0: it doesn't take that much time can you quantify that a bit
1: like maybe like 15 seconds or so whoa like going from like You know, nothing too, like, very wet.
0: Wait, if you were bone dry and then somebody applied maximum stimulus to you, you think you could go from bone dry to, like, super wet in 15 seconds? Oh,
1: even in less. How often have I been dry? I mean... It's like a slip and slide down there. Yeah, like, my
0: my experience of you (laughs) is that you are always wet. But I, I normally wait at least 15 seconds between, like, initiating coming onto you and... Uh, going down to, there, there to, go. to check the status of, you <laughs> of your lady parts. So
1: yeah. And so I mean, like it varies. I mean, generally if, um, it doesn't take a lot for me. Like I think I'm generally a horny person. Um, if I'm not feeling it in the moment, um, if a partner says like, say applies some like some stimulus, like, um, kissing me in like erogenous zones, um, touching me in ways that are like. What are, are your
0: like, erogenous zones?
1: Ooh, um, my nipples, um, Mm. obviously like in or around like my genitalia, um, (laughs) lower back, um, shoulders, back of the neck. Okay. Those things. Yeah. This
0: comports with my experience.
1: You can hear Keith scribbling notes.
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, this thing would be like, I thought you might have a new one. Oh, (laughs) the tip of my right elbow. Yeah,
1: it's old news. (laughs) 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 Maybe just like nibble my third nipple. Like, Mm, if um, only. if only. <laughs> um yeah so i mean like i don't think it i think generally if it goes from like my normal stage of arousal like going from like 0 to 100 within like 15 seconds or not being really aroused to like having some stimulus like i want to say it's like maybe like a minute okay and 30 seconds okay, it if take anything long. it doesn't take long it really okay doesn't. what
0: about on the downside like let's say you've recognized a false alarm uh-huh. and a false alarm i don't know you're watching television, uh, say somebody awesome like Ryan Gosling comes on the screen, uh, uh, but it's just a commercial. It's 30 Ryan seconds. Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> that is the perfect man. And I, I can't really be bummed from that position. But let's say he comes on the screen oh or somebody, God. Ryan Gosling to you. I don't know who that would be, but maybe maybe it's me on a commercial. <laughs> but it's but it's a commercial it's 30 seconds it mm-hmm. ends and mm-hmm. now you're like oh okay well now i'm going to return to like normal behavior how long does it take to sort of um for the arousal to dissipate
1: It takes i think it takes a while i mean generally like if i get horny it's um i yeah i get like, a little bit cranky and like i'll try to masturbate if i have the chance to like i just will Okay. You know,
0: you don't want to waste the opportunity.
1: Oh, no, absolutely not. OK. You know, I mean, also, it's just it's just annoying because then I have like this weird energy. Generally, if my work and it happens, I'll just try and channel like all of like that horny energy into something else. You know what I mean?
0: But if not, like, what, then like doing your job better.
1: Like, yeah, like doing my job better. Like I, I like, <laughs> like actually doing my job is like taking care of people. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm just like, you know what, Karen,
0: I fucking got you. Yeah. <laughs> Karen was an unfortunate name choice in this (laughs) situation, but yeah, okay. All right. This makes sense. Okay. That sounds about uh. Who asked the last question? Was it you or me? It was you. Oh, okay. Okay. You're up.
1: Ooh, I have a good one actually. Hold on. Let me get into it. So regarding threesomes. Yeah. What would be like the perfect circumstance and environment for you to want to have a threesome with me? The opportunity is out there. Right. But I just, I know, like, listen, collating all this information from all the other podcasts. Yeah. I know that you're worried that things may go wrong or something, but, Mm -hmm. like, what would be, like, what would, like, be, like, the perfect situation, like, the perfect circumstance and, like, the perfect person to be like, this is, this piece is going to happen and this this is going to be great.
0: All right. I see, I understand your confusion here, but I just need to clarify (laughs) a few points. Okay. right. I'm not worried that something will go wrong. I'm worried that at the end of the experience, one, two, or three parties will be very upset. And that is that the downside risk of that occurring does not, um, justify or the, up, the upside of the potential a superior experience of having a threesome does not seem to be enough to overcome that downside risk in but, my
1: mind. But, okay, so, but like in an FMM threesome, not an MFM. FMM? Yeah. That's not No, no, happening. FMF. In, in an F-M-F. FMF threesome. Okay, that's, this,
0: that's the one where so, I'm having sex with two women. Yeah,
1: so two females, yeah. you yeah. in the middle of all that, in the middle of that bad sandwich. Yeah. And then, but not an MFM where I'm in, in a double three sum,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like how would you be the person that's hurt in that situation? Generally, like you would think that I would be the person who's hurt in the situation. So, like how would say you're the party who's being hurt in the situation?
0: Well, first off, Alyssa, I care deeply about your feelings, oh. and, and, so, oh. and so, and so, uh, in the situation where your feelings are hurt, uh-huh. my feelings would also. Be hurt.
1: Well, how would my feelings be hurt?
0: I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't like how much pleasure I was able to deliver to the the second woman. Well, I mean, isn't that the point? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, you would think that's the point, though. I don't think women think this through. Like, I think they're like, "Oh, I want my man to be satisfied, and you know, I really like seeing him." you know, sexually satisfied, but then they don't realize like what emotional damage is done by watching him enjoy another woman.
1: But, okay. So I can understand that like in maybe the scenario, maybe this is just like a, me speculating in a scenario, um, where say like a couple was like, Oh, I'm going to do this threesome. I'm gonna do it for my boyfriend. It's his birthday. Yeah, And I'm really excited because he really wants this. And then like said partner was very upset about it. Um, but I feel like in the event of having a threesome, there would be a lot of discussion before going into it. Like obviously you have to agree on said third partner. Like you have to both be attracted to them, you have to both not fucking hate them. Yeah. Um, you agree on certain boundaries that you don't want, you know, overstepped, like
0: I mean, you Elizabeth, can't It's come
1: in them if they don't have birth yeah, control. It's things it's infinitely like that, right?
0: go- oh, okay. It's not just if they yeah, don't have birth control. Yeah, yeah, I'm just Like, you just... don't want to see me jizz in some other girl, woman. I
1: mean, I don't know. Like, I'm. I, I mean, like, so you reverse, probably. I mean, I can. I mean, if if I'm birth <laughs> control and if they consent, it's not
0: the pregnancy risk. It's the it's the experience of seeing me excited about another person.
1: Okay, so I actually don't agree with that. Okay, go on. I don't. So I think if – and this is a conversation we have a lot. I think consent has a lot to play in this, right? Like said – say if I came home one day mm-hmm. and I cooked you this really nice dinner and I came home. This is all hypothetical. This is hypothetical. And like <laughs> I saw you like, you know, balls deep in someone and you came in somebody. And I was like, whoa. You didn't know about this. Wait, this is
0: like you're cooking me dinner in the kitchen and then you come into the living room and there I am. I don't
1: know the scenarios. Basically, I, I come but home something and I, like I this. something weird happens. I'm like, gee, I'm like, whoa. Okay, you, did, you
0: weren't expecting this and, I and expecting suddenly it. you walk didn't in Didn't consent on
1: it. to this. Yes. You know, like, yes, i would be very very upset because I think the difference between both scenarios, like, there's no there's no real difference in the scenario except for the, the instance of consent. Right. Like mm-hmm. if both parties agree, like, hey, like we're going to be doing this thing together. Um, this third person agrees. like Everyone consents in this. Like everyone feels OK. We've set some boundaries here. We want to do A, B and C and everyone has a good time. That's OK. But if you did something against like my will or against my consent, then I guess I would be pretty sad about it. Okay. You know,
0: what percentage of time do you think I should spend focused on the other person versus you?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to collate that. I mean I've been in threesomes before. 50 and, like, 50? Um, I mean, in a sexual and like in like a perfect world, right? Like if you can split 50% of like said time before like you insert something and then you like come. Yeah. Sure. But I think it just depends well hardly on like what happens, right? And like I think if we like set up some ground rules and things <laughs> no, like and <laughs> things may not be perfect. Like there may be like in this form kind of like, you know what? I was a little bit bummed that like you like that you're paying like a little bit more attention to this person than me. But like we had a conversation, we have a conversation about, it and we're able to kind of like communicate our feelings about it. Like that's okay, you know. Like, things aren't perfect.
0: Yeah, but
1: if I don't. Communicate- I think you're being
0: naive about the, the- how
1: am I being naive? I've okay. had like more threesomes.
0: Yes, you've had infinitely more because I've had zero, and you've had four? Five?
1: Four. Four. four.
0: four. You, you know the old meme where like you take a woman's number and you multiply it by three and you take a man's number and divide it by three. So so you've got 12 threesomes. Okay. Good for you. Uh, Yeah. I think that um, on the other side of seeing me enjoy another woman, I'm not sure that you would be as cheerleading for that experience as you imagine you might be. That's the concern anyway.
1: That's. I think it, I mean, I, it's the right concern to have, right? It's like, it's better to be like kind of like under right. versus over. because I care
0: about you so much. Mm, yeah.
1: You know, but I'm just saying is that I think if both parties, if all parties like have like a really good conversation about it, I think it can go really well. Also, like reverse cucking is totally a thing. You know what I mean?
0: Reverse cucking? What's yeah, reverse cucking? So
1: reverse, so coupling is, um, so it's this thing in porn where, a, so not, just born. It, not just born, but in general, where yep. a partner, um, usually the man, will advocate and watch their female partner have sex with another man. Say, like, a, they're called a bull. A bull. Yeah, called a bull. And they'll just like, and they'll, they want to watch them have sex with them. They'll generally do something like called sloppy seconds where they'll fuck them after. Ew. Um, like eat the cum out of the guy out, like out of their like vagina after, and so reverse cucking is the female version of that, uh-huh. where they will watch their man have sex with a another female uh-huh. and like masturbate, and it's it, it's arousing, and I think the arousal. Are you,
0: are you are you a reverse cuck aficionado?
1: I can get into it for sure. I watch reverse cucking videos on Pornhub and yeah, Red but that's too, abstracted.
0: Imagine sure. imagine me, Mm -hmm. or a partner you like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I just, the abstraction is different than the actual experience.
1: So you know that thing you call like the, um, the disgust reflex, like when how it, like the bars like dropped really low when you're aroused?
0: Yes, people are, something that would normally be disgusting to them is not when they're aroused.
1: So generally I think that's kind of the case like when, say so you have like a third... person, So it feels like you're kind of interested in having like a third party. And it's like that refle- that reflex of like jealousy or um, possession. Mm-hmm. It tends to drop like really low, like when you're aroused,
0: right? Like Ooh, I possession. think... Possession. I, I wonder if possession drops. I do think... Uh, and jealousy. I do think that disgust... They correlate. I think of... Dis- I think this... Okay. When I've thought about this in the past, I've normally thought about it uh, with respect to... I don't know, various orifices. So... Uh, an anus might be less disgusting to me than it would be otherwise when I'm super aroused. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not sure if jealousy and what was the other word you used
1: possession and
0: possession they correlate would be to suppressed. each other,
1: right?
0: Jealousy and possession for sure. But I'm not sure that those reflex. In fact, I can imagine those reflexes being enhanced when I'm aroused. Like if I'm super aroused and I saw you flirting with someone else, for example, Mm -hmm. I might find that more irritating than I would in a non-aroused state.
1: With another woman that you're also going to be having sex with, for instance? Yeah.
0: Okay. That's, I mean, that's an interesting caveat. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't know.
1: Only one way to find out. Yeah. Um, To all our female listeners, if anyone wants to put in a application... Um I would love a little snippet about yourself and your um zodiac sign just to piss off Keith and <laughs> No
0: this is, this is no astrology bullshit here. Okay. All right. Next. Okay, it's my it's my turn. Okay. Uh this person on Reddit said uh, and this is 3.4 thousand upvotes. Told the guy I'm dating I love you during sex and he came. We've been exclusively dating for a few months. Last night, I told him I love you in the heat of the moment because the sex was so hot and intimate and he kept kissing me during it. And then he came inside of me by accident when I said it. He didn't say it back, but he orgasmed. What do I make of it? Should I feel stupid for being the one to say it first? Alyssa?
1: Why do you and Mike always ask me these questions? (laughs)
0: What question? What's these questions?
1: Well, like, I think you guys asked me a question last time. Like, like, oh, I asked my sugar. I like told my sugar baby I loved her when I had sex with her. Like, I, like when I was when she was giving me head, and I want to walk it back.
0: I don't remember that. <laughs> Although, yeah, don't tell your sugar babies you're in love with them. Uh, I can't or imagine, frowning. like, if a woman told me that she mm-hmm. loved me, like mid coitus, I would. That would not be a turn on. Especially if it was the first time, like.
1: Wait, it was the first time they had sex.
0: No, it was the first time that someone said that they loved the
1: other. Oh, one. yeah, no, that, I think that that pulls up a lot of yellow flags for me. Yeah. 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 Absolutely.
0: I mean, let's say you're on a fourth date. Uh-huh. I, I would have said third, but because mm. I know you're a very classy lady, it would take at least four. Uh,
1: Making a face, but. <laughs> Five. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 till I, wait, wait till I ask my next question, but go for da-
0: Many dates, okay. You finally you finally decided that um you would like to have sex with this with this gentleman. Uh-huh. And halfway through, he's like, Oh my gosh, Alyssa, I just need to <laughs> She's making another face, and it's not one of pleasure. Uh and he just says, I love you. I love you. I mean, I don't think. No. Right. That's not the time or place.
1: Well, first of all, um, yellow flag dropped. I'm ass- I'm assuming that this person is going to wear my skin like a fucking winter winter coat. Um, secondly, why Wait, would you can say? You, can why you would elaborate
0: you on that? That means that they like you too much.
1: It's me alluding to like some like uh, true crime stuff. It's like oof.
0: Oh, because because their timing is so poor that.
1: Timing so poor, and they're like they're they're ha- It's just it's it's just it's a little bit freaky to me.
0: Okay, um, telling you, someone telling you that they love you. Don't make queens. Yeah,
1: it's like, and also it's just like I think it's it's it just feels a bit performative to me. Where I'm like we're just dropping some flags here. We're just like ah,
0: this well, maybe, isn't the right maybe, time or
1: the right place.
0: Maybe his uh, normal reservations were just lowered, and he's just. Feels liberated, to be honest. Oh, his
1: disgust reflex was lowered? No. Okay, that, I that mean, proves my point.
0: <laughs> that is true, uh, per our that earlier conversation. But yeah, maybe he was too afraid to say it in the light of day, but in the peak of arousal, he felt emboldened and just let it loose.
1: Look, I don't believe anything that someone tells me when they're coming to me.
0: Yeah, that's probably a good yeah. policy. Tell really. your, this is, I'm are tell there my, any strange things that people have told you? I'm going to anyway. tell my
1: grandkids this. Never believe what a man tells you when they're coming inside of you.
0: I mean, I don't think our grandkids are going to have organic sex. I think they're going to be some sort of machine learning. Well, I'll tell
1: them to tell the AI that okay, anyway. For the, for the sake of our
0: <laughs> yeah. they, they, they can tell the robot they can that. tell the robot that. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, it's your turn.
1: Okay. Okay. This is actually a good one. I got this one. I got this one for Reddit, actually. Oh, good. So I got this off the relationship um, thread. It says, let's see how many of you remember the first time you had sex with the partner you're currently with. I'm going to ask some questions.
0: Oh, boy. Okay.
1: So. For people who don't know, um, me and Keith's very first sexual interaction was really... Who like, would it, know it, this? It, it was. It was. It, no one would know this actually. So it was. It was. Not, it was not very romantic. Okay, but very on brand. Excuse me. <laughs> I
0: it was extremely romantic. Okay. One. It brought a tear Where? To my eye.
1: It probably did to it. <laughs> <laughs> Most, Okay, mostly one.
0: due to my inebriation.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we neither. So basically, neither one of us remember it. <laughs> Okay. But this is, this is a good... Ex- is I a good, remember the no, important parts. It's a good... The, the important part was you didn't come inside of me because I told you not to. Yeah, that was Okay, great. so this is a good thought exercise. So one, where were you guys coming back from before you had sex? Yeah. Was it like a movie, a dinner, et cetera? Question mark.
0: It was a dinner mm-hmm. at a barbecue place. I think it was a barbecue place. They served barbecue. I think their specialty was barbecue in San Jose, California.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Do I win? You do you doing? And what position or positions did you guys have sex in? Oh, my. (laughs) I'm glad I'm asking you
0: this. All the good ones? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know you don't remember this, but I I, I remember it clearly. You expressed that it was the best sex you'd ever had, and you were just- Positions, babe. So surprised by my capabilities. Positions.
1: What positions were we in? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. What I remember is I,
0: I remember. OK, I know I'm, I'm certain that one of the positions was missionary because <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think that I think that initial sexual encounters should start with missionary. I don't know about should. I think they are most likely to be successful if they start with missionary.
1: OK, so I remember it being a missionary because I remember you saying you were going to come and I remember saying, telling you, ah,
0: I'm not on oh, birth control. We were in mer- missionary
1: in that we Mercenary. Yes, we were in missionary.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I remember being like, I'm not on birth control. And then like you quickly corrected.
0: Uh-huh.
1: That's all I really remember that, of that application. Anyway. Okay. um, Where were we when we had sex?
0: We were in your apartment. Yes.
1: And what made the sex good or bad?
0: <laughs> um, this feels like one of those trap questions uh what made it good is that it was with you what made it bad, what made it bad was nothing
1: it's <laughs> something <Except> that <laughs> another one of us
0: remembered
1: <laughs> yeah okay well that was it that way i got that from reddit
0: wait was that six that felt like five
1: no no it was only they only put four on here i think they can't count on reddit
0: <laughs> what else is new yeah <laughs> Okay, here's one for you. Okay. Ladies, when you say, quote, do whatever you want, unquote, in bed, what kinds of things are you expecting your male partners to do? Personally, when she says you can do whatever you want, I get a little intimidated because for the most part, I was already doing whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> it's very male-centered uh, point of view there.
1: Oh, wait, that's the end of the question? hmm Oh.
0: So when you say do whatever you want in bed... What mm-hmm. kinds of things have you have you said that to a partner? Oh yeah, totally. Okay.
1: Generally, I. Would what are say you that... expecting?
0: What are you hoping for?
1: No, generally you're I You're would...
0: expecting some dominance.
1: Oh yeah. Well, generally I say that to somebody on a first sexual encounter. I think people tend to be a little bit. Coy. On a first
0: sexual encounter.
1: Well, sure. Oh,
0: you're liberating them. Yeah. You're 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 communicating to them that you're there. You're 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 here for it.
1: Yeah. If I'm if I'm allowing you into like Dante's Inferno, it's just okay. Just like go have at it, have fun. It's a little
0: risky to say, do whatever you want to some guy you're on your eighth date with.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa made a face at me earlier when I suggested she might have sex on her third date. So (laughs) I keep bumping the number up. Okay. So you've decided to have sex with this person and you, you know them well enough to be comfortable allowing them into your bedroom, but not necessarily well enough to know that if you tell them to do whatever they want, that something weird isn't going to happen.
1: Right. Well, gen- Yeah. Generally I don't. Right. Uh-huh. But I mean, I think I've calculated, I mean like I will only say this is somebody I know that I can, I'm in a equal fist fight with
0: mm-hmm.
1: generally. So if someone if like, I, if I had sex with somebody, so they like,
0: need to be like a hundred or five hundred and five pounds or less.
1: No. I mean like if I, if I know I can take them, like I know I can take them at least like equal, and if I, like, if I die, I know I'll leave a mark. Okay. <laughs> generally. <laughs> right. That That's my. There'll, be some, that's,
0: there'll that's, be some scarring.
1: That's my rule for everything. But, um, yeah, like, when I say do whatever you want, it's kind of like an invitation. Like, hey, like, you don't have to feel shy. Um, you don't have to. Okay. And then generally. It's, it's a when euphemism
0: up- for Relax. I want to have sex with you. In Don't that. Yeah. No,
1: but not only that, but I think generally when people feel shy about doing something with you, they want to do, they generally will ask. They'll, so they'll say something like, Oh, are, are you in like, is this okay? Yeah. I'm glad you brought this are up. Are you into choking? Is yeah. it like, if can I do I'm glad this? you brought this up.
0: So, you know, there's been a lot of discussion in the last, you know, N years about micro consent. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, do you think a man should ask before pulling your hair? This is difficult because mm. there's the correct answer to this which is yes, you should say yes, I you know, you should ask for consent at all at all portions and just just for the sake of this conversation let's stipulate that we understand that you should ask for consent at all moments and Absolutely. the general advice to ask for consent as much as possible is mm-hmm. correct. But um In terms of your personal tastes and assume that the person you're with is someone that you vaguely trust, right? You're Mm -hmm. not concerned that they're going to go crazy and harm you in some way Mm -hmm. and you're sexually interested in them. Would you prefer... Yeah, like what... Where, where do you think your preference is like this is almost impossible this is it's, almost it's, an impossible question because there's no
1: it's a it's a really it's a really good spicy question yeah. but i'm going to preface it by saying if you don't know the best plan of action is to always ask and honestly it's like asking's not not sexy it really isn't like people always think like oh like what's like a like a sexy way of asking for consent every time it's like just fucking ask right there's no like There's no not sexy way of asking. And so that's totally fine. Is that true?
0: I think no. You don't think that asking can be a bit of a turnoff? I think- A bit bit beta?
1: So in my personal preference, if someone asks me to do anything, like if someone's just like, can I hold your hand? Um, (laughs) Can I do this? Can I kiss you now? Like if if, if every single um, step, like say every single NASA step, like yeah. you know, like you know when NASA yeah, has we're on, a, like, we're in step thirty seven yeah so like, you a, know when NASA has to, like should the, have arrived. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah so and they're like they're like step six twenty-five. Can we ask can we get like a um a consent on two parties and they try right. like, two different it's like so uh, for my personal preference, and this is just me talking from my personal preference and like my own experience, um generally there are some boundaries that shouldn't be crossed like anything that's rough, anything that you don't know with a partner. Um, but if someone's like into me and like I trust them and we've had like some, com- and I assume that we've been on a few dates, we've had some conversations beforehand. Yep. If you know it's okay, just go for it. And the minute that I express any discomfort and I say no, that person should be able to like relinquish that. I'm like, sure. okay, my bad, sorry. But Alyssa,
0: you know? that's a big imposition on the woman. A lot of women feel mm-hmm. some trepidation or some fear uh-huh. and they... May not feel one hundred percent enabled to express any kind of hesitation or concern.
1: You know, um I've definitely been there before. I think a lot of women have been there before. And I think it's this I mean,
0: you're a very confident and strong woman, and so Yeah, your experience but I'm also I'm also be,
1: I'm also thirty one years old, right? And so Yeah, you better yeah, so I've been, I've i i been around the block I one or one or two it. times. <laughs> I, was, I started saying it and
0: then I, I yeah. aborted that. I didn't. I've been I've been around the block well, maybe one or two, three
1: You've times.
0: You've been a maybe. lovely person for a long time.
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I mean, it it takes a while for you to find your voice and to find your strength and stuff. And so, generally, like my um, advice to people is like it may not be perfect and things will happen, and you may, um, yeah, like you may like. With some concerns, where there may not be concerns, like and, and like you may change your mind down the road, or like you may not voice concerns, like where you didn't really like something, like as you go about life, like you'll learn, and like that that was just my experience, and like yeah. I've had some things happen to me where, um, like I maybe didn't like it very much, but like mm. I did learn from it, you know, yeah. Um, but my advice to any partner, if you just don't know, just ask.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think just ask, that's okay. It's sexy to ask. It is. I feel like it's not always sexy to ask.
1: I think... if you asked me to kiss me on our first... Like, on our second date? I
0: thought that was sexy. I'm a classy gentleman.
1: You are a classy gentleman. And that... But you can
0: imagine a woman being like, eh, I just want a man... I want a man to take charge. I want a man to go for it.
1: I think that if you go on a date with somebody, you can generally read into those things. Like, you have conversations with somebody... Like, you kind of are getting, like, a a, a basic idea of their likes, their dislikes, their boundaries, maybe. And let's say, like, maybe you try something Mm. and they don't like it. The the minute someone says no, then you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I read into that wrong. My bad. What can I do to make it better?
0: Yeah. You know? (laughs) What can I do to make it better?
1: Sure. I mean, like, in a perfect (laughs) (laughs) world. You know, give me an edible arrangement.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And a million dollars. Okay, you're up. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Is it? Okay. I think so.
1: What's the weirdest thing that's happened to you like mid-coitus? And did you finish? (laughs) And I don't want to hear about the toilet paper story because I hear about that all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for our (laughs) non-long-time listeners, uh, I once uh, was dating somebody. We were on maybe our fifth sexual encounter, fifth date, maybe third sexual encounter, fifth date. That's not important. Anyway, she returned from the restroom, and there was uh, some toilet paper on her outer labia. It freaked me out, and I couldn't... I mean, I was really bothered by it. I thought it was disgusting, and I kind of noped out of the situation, and shortly thereafter, the relationship. But did you finish? No. Oh! I don't... Gosh. I mean, my this was a long time ago. This was like at least ten years, and it might, might have been twelve years or so. I don't remember, but I remember I was in her bed. I was at her apartment, and she, yeah, she was bent over, and I remember I saw it. And I don't remember if and I finished.
1: It's okay I, if you did.
0: <laughs> I, mean, Alyssa, I don't know if you know this. I've had sex with other people. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. I all this is funny. All I remember is being revolted. I don't remember if I, you know, rolled up my sleeves and got after it anyway, or if I okay, made anyway. some sort of excuse. Wait,
1: I said, I said, I want to hear about the toilet paper story. I okay, sorry. Hear, yeah, sorry. Okay, I want to hear about something else.
0: <laughs> Yes. 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 Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. The question was, what is some weird experience I've had mid midcoitus, and did I finish? Finish. Yes. I don't have anything great here. I, you know, let me just off the top of my mind, I've had some partners who were excessively loud, mm-hmm. and I don't. I'm easily embarrassed. I don't like. I don't like being around people like there've been times when you and I have been at a restaurant and I feel like I can tell that people, I can tell that people are irritated or people can tell that you and I are like quibbling about something and I get like mortified by it and it's unreasonable, but I'm super sensitive to that kind of thing. And so I think that, I mean, and that and it's just super amplified by a situation that's obviously sexual. And I feel like the people in the neighboring apartments can hear what's going on. And is that a dog?
1: I think it's a dog. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a do- we're in a hotel. Anyway, I don't know if that came out on the microphone. Anyway, and I feel like imposing sex noise on my neighbors is a mortifying offense. And I really don't like that. And I've had a couple partners who were super loud like that. And you
1: finished. Didn't mortify you enough.
0: Look, (laughs) what's a man supposed to do? I mean, and also, what is the quickest way to slow that down? Like, let's say I'm like, all right, I really want to quiet this person down as quickly as possible. I'm inside of them. They are clearly enjoying the proceedings. Now, Mm -hmm. what what should I do to most quickly uh, shut them up? I could, <laughs> I could orgasm as quickly as possible, thereby shutting things down. Or I can be like, uh, oh, you know, I'm just feeling sort of tired, but then they're just gonna, they're not gonna,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're not going to take no for an answer. They're going to, you know they're going to feel insecure about me not orgasming, and you know blah 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 blah. Like I think it's I think the quickest way is to finish. So really, I think I was doing a favor for everybody. Fair enough. Yeah. Do you have a
1: any what any weird like a situation?
0: I might have another one.
1: Ooh. You, you want to hear mine first? Yeah, yeah, I okay, hear yours you first. can
0: you can think a little bit more about yours. Okay. Um, I was with a partner once, <laughs> and we were outside. And uh, it was in a, I was going to say a national park, but I think it might be a federal, what do they call it? A national reservation area. It's not technically a national park. This isn't relevant to the story, but we were uh, having sex outdoors and um, there were some rocks and uh, they were a little bit. I don't know, unsteady, mm-hmm. or I wasn't able to get supported in the way, you know, I'm used to the bed apparatus and knowing.
1: You your comfort zone. It's okay. No.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Is your comfort zone for having sex, not a bed?
1: I think where a dick is, but no. go on.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay, 99% of all people's sexual experiences are in a bed. Oh, yeah. I know how a bed works, where to put my hands, like, where it's stable, where I can do whatever. Uh Anyway, I (laughs) scraped my knee on a rock and it was bleeding like fairly uh, heavily. And it was like dripping down my leg and whatever. And And you
1: finished? Yeah, heck yeah, I finished. Good for you, that's that's
0: hot. This was another situation where- It's hot. What am I supposed to do? Like if I pull out and I'm like, oh, my leg. Like, I don't think that's going to be good for the long term. Okay, Uh, so what I'm
1: hearing is that you like a little bit of pain before you come (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> duly noted i'm gonna note that in my calendar <laughs> okay all right what are yours what of oh my weird experience is mm-hmm. is that your question yes and then i get to ask another question no
0: that is that, that's my <laughs> yes and in your question
1: um i got palmed really hard one time during like mid-sex
0: palm does that so, mean like, slapped
1: palm, yeah i got like i got the shit slapped out of me like mid like mid-sex where it was like one of those things where like I got slapped so... Where so, on your face
0: exactly? Like, like the like, cheekbone? No, no,
1: across my face. I got slapped so... Like, this guy's hand was, like, the size of my face. So, like, when he slapped me, it was like... This was,
0: like, Shaquille O'Neal or something? Yeah,
1: it was, it was, like, Shaquille O'Neal slapping the shit out of me. Like, my like my head snapped back really hard. I never uh-huh. been, like, <gasps> hmm. Oh. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, so... <laughs> wait oh. just to, to dismiss it to like to hold on i have so many to, to, questions wait, so to, go to, on. like okay so to be specific mm-hmm. we talk about the, the disgust reflex a lot like being like the bar is being very lowered a lot like during arousal yeah so i know for myself and this is just me speaking for myself mm-hmm. um the bar is basically on the ground the bar has basically been dropped onto the ground every single time and so you'll like, tolerate
0: a lot when maximally aroused.
1: There, there's not really a lot that will turn me off. Like I'm not really into um like a lot of other bodily fluids during sex. Like I'm not into. Like what?
0: Poop or blood Yeah, like or like, 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 like scat
1: play, like blood, um, like piss play and stuff like, you know, things like that. Uh-huh. No, like no offense to anyone else. Like my personal preference I just, I've never liked yeah, it. Okay, I've, tri- right, I've, tri- I've off tried, to go, 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 go anyway. On, go on. Yes. Anyway. Um, yeah. I got the shit slapped on me and it fucking, I was like, I was never thinking to myself, like my initial reaction was like, what the fuck? I was yeah. like really offended, but at the same time I was kind of like, "I'll allow it."
0: I'll did allow it. you bruise from said slap?
1: Yeah, my face. I was like, my face was swollen.
0: Now, what did you do the next day? What about my day? Nobody asked if you fell down the stairs. Or- no,
1: I was. It wasn't like bruised or anything like that. My face was like a little bit swollen, but it was fine. And I remember kind of being like, mm, "I'll allow it."
0: I had. I have a friend who has had partners that like being Mm -hmm. uh, knocked around a Mm -hmm. bit and his concern has been that the abuse not the abuse is what's what's the right word the the um
1: dominance
0: the dominance that he's inflicted will be visible Mm -hmm. in the coming days Mm -hmm. and that could cause problems for that person this was this not an issue in your, in your case.
1: No, it wasn't, it wasn't an issue in my case. I mean, like, granted, he was a little bit scary, but I liked it, but, <laughs> but it was like, it was like, it was kind did of like one of, those, like... It was like one of those weird things where like it happened to me. Yeah. And I remember being extremely offended mid sex. And I was like, what is the fuck? But I was also kind of like, I will allow it. And I really enjoyed it. Like I really did, huh. you know? And the other thing was I got my toes sucked mid sex.
0: Well, hold on, hold on. Same person, same person, same person. Different engagement.
1: Different engagement. Same person. Wait,
0: in this engagement where he slapped you, was there like any lead-up? Like, was there some hair pulling or choking or whatever?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like our first sexual encounter. Like we were doing missionary. Did he he
0: ask for micro consent?
1: No. (laughs) Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you wish he had? No. Do you appreciate the confusion here?
1: I do appreciate the confusion here. That's why I am not. My word doesn't stand for all women. (laughs) 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 I'm also if any like if like if the if like the feminist world like wants to like advocate me like put me in front of like put me like out to like be a speaker for anything I will be the worst person ever. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, like it was a lot of it wasn't there. The micro consents were. A lot of sexual interactions before, like, you know, prior to that happening where it led up to that. So it wasn't okay, like you I, think I, you, he,
0: you think he ascertained that this was something that was like imbounced.
1: I said, like I said, like he ascertained it. Like it was he mm-hmm. we had like a conversation or we had some experience together where he was like, I think she may like this. I'm going to try it. Yeah. And if she says no, I'll stop. We're like, I never felt like I was in danger. I never felt taken advantage of. I never felt like I didn't want it. Um, in my personal experience,
0: because there was yeah. a lot of other micro- But you can imagine other women's experiences. No, I, different.
1: And, and they're so nuanced, right? Because for me, it wasn't like, it wasn't my first sexual inter- interaction with this person where I was doing missionary with him on our first sexual interaction. She like palmed the shit out of me until like next year. Yeah. You know, it was like, you know, we had sex. And we had, like, a bit of, like, rough interactions before. That was, like, a lot of hair pulling, like, a lot of choking. Yeah. A lot of, like, you know, Okay, spanking, so he and, like, thought this was so, a natural progression. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it just so happened that this guy was, like, he had, like, he basically, his arms were the size of my thighs. Yeah. And he, like, slapped the shit out of me. And I was yeah. a little bit offended. But,
0: but funny, also. But, but also, <laughs> I was, like, it was really
1: hmm. And I also recognized, like, the, like that, that dichotomy where I was kind of, like, a little bit mad about it, but. Also, wasn't.
0: So. Yeah. Do you miss that? Miss what? Being slapped? No. I don't really want to slap you. It's not like super high on my list of-
1: well, guy's, like, so My
0: to-do list.
1: Look, the things that I enjoy, or if my partner enjoys it, mm-hmm. I'm really into it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was, if I had a partner who was like really into cucking, I was like, I'm oh, not really, I was like, <laughs> and it's like not on the top of my list, but if they're really into it, I'm game. Yeah. You know, so it really like a lot of my arousal comes from my partner's arousal. And if I my see. partner's arousal comes from like palming the shit out of me, all right, I'll allow it. You know, um as long as like I have a safe word. Right. Um
0: and he doesn't actually do scarring damage to me. Yeah, physical to your face. damage to
1: me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if there's if there's, like, a safety and consent and everything, but, like, both parties are really aroused. Or
0: implied I, consent in yeah, this case. yeah,
1: but, like, a lot of arousal comes from, like, my partner's arousal. So, yeah. I mean, like, if you're not into it, like, I'm not into it. But if yeah, you're okay. into it, I'm game to try.
0: All right. Fair enough. Okay. I think we have time for one or two more. Do you have another good one or do you want me to go?
1: I think you should go because I was going to hash out our boyfriend-girlfriend argument. but.
0: Ooh. No, I think we should do that.
1: Mm, okay. Okay. So, we had this argument about the specifications. It's basically like <laughs> about what 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 constitutes like a burf- boy a boyfriend a boyfriend or girlfriend, like the dating differences. So Keith's argument is that you if you're having sex with somebody, and within like say you're having sex with someone for a month, if you guys are having sex and you guys are like supposedly not having sex with other people, you guys are boyfriend or girlfriend, and he thinks I'm weird because I only um, title like four people in my entire life as being like my boyfriend. Uh huh. Because those are people I've had a relationship with. Yeah. And he thinks that I am not a normal person, that like that's not, I'm an anomaly. Okay.
0: Hold on. I'm going to straw man your case here. Okay. Alyssa thinks that only after you've been sleeping with someone for six months and you've met their entire that's family not- and all of their friends and you're engaged. Can you then call them your boyfriend? Otherwise, calling somebody your boyfriend or girlfriend is presumptuous and outrageous and old fashioned.
1: That's not the argument.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's a terrible are, strong you are, man. You are welcome. You are welcome a, to. That's a
1: terrible strong man. No. Straw man. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Well, why don't you steal man on your case?
1: So it's not about, so basically it's not about like dating someone for six months and like being with them for a long time. It doesn't matter if you've been with somebody for a week, um, a first sexual encounter or a hundred dates. The, the difference is consent on both parties and discussion on both parties that you're like, Hey, are we in a relationship or not? Yes. And for me, that's only happened to me four times where I've been in four relationships with people where I was like, this is my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so, and I've dated a lot of people. I think we've maybe had like an equal amount of sexual partners, but...
0: Maybe. I think I've had more.
1: You think you have more? Ooh.
0: Whatever. I'm older than you too. we mm. <laughs> We've gone back and forth on this. We've um, both have, We've both had many, many, many sexual partners.
1: Yeah, but I'm more of a slut. Anyway... is that true no
0: i don't know if we've wrestled that one to the ground anyway and it does not matter all right go on (laughs) you have had you have had four people myself included that you would have that you have called your boyfriend
1: i so i would like title as a person i've been in a relationship with and the difference is these people wait
0: wait wait wait. let's just for the sake of clarity Uh that you would have called your boyfriend right okay
1: yeah, and so and I've dated people. So there's people I've like dated, and like, I think the difference between dating someone is like someone that you've had a sexual relationship with. You do like the the normal boyfriend, girlfriend things, like go on dates, do whatever, maybe not meet your family, whatever. Yeah. But the difference is you have this conversation of like are we in a relationship? Okay, and I just look, look I just don't agree because Keith will say so Keith's argument is he's like anyone I've had sex with for longer than a month, that's my girlfriend. And I just don't agree. If every single person that you have called your girlfriend in your past, would they agree that you, they were, you were their boyfriend.
0: All right. (laughs) My turn. My experience is after I have had sex with a woman a few times, they very quickly start angling toward the DTR defining the relationship conversation. and the
1: third date?
0: Whatever I can do to avoid said conversation, I can do. So I can put out the flare and the chaff and the various diversion tactics. But sooner or later, she's going to say, where's this going? And at that point, I sort of have a choice. I can say, well... I'm dating many other women here i'm not looking for anything serious but if i do that she'll nope out and go away and so my choice is i need to offer some sort of mild commitment to this person or mm. uh i can be without that person <laughs> and Once that mild commitment's been offered, like, I know they're already telling their friends that I'm their boyfriend and that they're future planning. And it's frustrating. Oh, but I think that this is the way that the majority of women operate. Now you are very, you're sort of very in charge of your own happiness. Um, I guess liberal. In the sense of the way that you consider relationships and what constitutes something serious. But I think most women still, even in coastal cities, like the one we live in San Francisco are looking for something long-term. And if they're not seeing some sort of trajectory toward that pretty quickly, they will nope out. And so I'm, I'm basically forced to call people.
1: So you're forced to lie. It's not a lie. It's a lie. It's
0: not a lie. It's just a, it's a, it's a vocabulary disagreement. I don't, I don't, it's not like I'm saying, oh, this person's my girlfriend and then I'm out philandering and sleeping with like a bunch of other women. Uh, Once I've committed to someone as tenuous as it may be, I'm not, still going on other dates. It's just that I'm not as serious about them as I presume they are about me.
1: I just, I know that when you, we have this disagreement, you tend to say that I'm a bit of an anomaly and that like, I'm, like, the, 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 I'm, a, I'm unre- like, I'm not unreasonable. I'm just, I'm just unique in this way. But everyone who was in my life and who are my friends and I talk to, they agree with me. Like me, not trying to like ask them anything or trying to like, you know, um, like, you know, support my bias or anything, but they generally agree with me. And I wonder, is it like an age demographic thing? Is it because if there's a difference between Gen X and, uh, you know, like the and the millennial different, like difference, is, is there like a difference between like coastal cities versus like the Midwest? Is there like a universe, like a weird universal standard that's different amongst cultures and amongst like different people, like in personalities? What is that?
0: I think that women are looking to settle down, generally.
1: Even in San Francisco? Even in...
0: Well, let's zoom out a bit. If you were to take relationships... If you excluded the United States from consideration here, like most people marry in their early 20s and... Or pff, mid-teens, right? Like, I mean, it it's, would be considered barbaric from... Uh, coastal elite city mm-hmm. standards. If you were to only consider coastal elite cities, I think that you will see a shift in the average marriage age from something like late teens early 20s to something like late 20s but nevertheless most women settle down with the first man that they really are serious about and if they don't there's a set of women who are looking for who are employing a strategy that lets them meet a bunch of different men and are really considering different options. But I think most women try to basically, I mean, I don't know if it's biological or if it's cultural, but I think most women try to lock down people as quickly as they can even in San Francisco.
1: I think we're arguing about semantics here because I think it's like the idea of the vocabulary of boyfriend or girlfriend, right? I mean, like, there's no, like, it's like, like the whole sticks and stones thing, right? Um, words generally don't mean anything, but they really do, right? Like, vocabulary means a lot. And, like, the the... I
0: agree. I'm yes, annoyed like, when yes. people impose me calling them my girlfriend on me.
1: Right, no, I agree. But, like, so like vocabulary, it's like, yeah, it doesn't really mean it. there's like no legal standing for anything, right? But um, yeah, right. It's, it's not like a, it's not like an actual like paper marriage. But when you call someone, this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, this is my wife, this is my husband, whatever. Um, there's expectations and there's expectations and like responsibilities and responsibilities all this other stuff, right? I think I was just
0: repeating my words. Expectations times. and expectations and responsibilities and yeah, responsibilities. I think, sorry, I'm a little bit drunk now. Yeah. There are those things but I don't know why look I don't know why women are so quick to try to define the relationship mm-hmm. I my personal preference would be to you know go 10 to 15 dates to find out if we enjoy each other's company mm-hmm. and then make some sort of call about exclusivity but I think women at least in my experience are pretty interested in determining whether i am quote unquote serious and imposing some sort of gates that i need to clear to see, to determine whether or not they want to still see me
1: what do you think the difference is between like my um my social dynamic versus
0: yours where everyone
1: agrees with me and Apparently, well, first off, almost all of your friends—almost all of normal. your
0: friends—married in their twenties.
1: Yeah, but even they would agree the people that they had sex with around the people they had been in relationships with were not their boyfriend.
0: Yeah, but most of them had sex with like four people ever.
1: Yeah, but they wouldn't say those four people were their boyfriends.
0: I don't. Is that true?
1: Yeah. It is true.
0: So they would say they've had one boyfriend ever.
1: I think the friends who, the friends I do have who are married Uh say, and like the, and so I have a few friends, a few friends who are like me, they've uh, dated up until their thirties or friends who have um, dated and married or friends who have married from their partners in high school. Even the ones who have dated and like said, like they married someone like right out of high school they would say the four people they dated beforehand were not their boyfriends.
0: I think that's retconning.
1: It's no, cause I've known them since high school. So,
0: okay. So I w- I would, they would, would argue say. that they've only had one boyfriend in their life. Okay. I don't, I don't have like a strong but, so counter many, argument to that. Other, that we, other how than that, that's many, okay. on the face, obviously preposterous. Okay, but
1: how many people mm-hmm. like, because apparently I'm, me and my friends like the, 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 the anomaly and everyone else that you know is the normal. Like, would it's everyone, everyone, you, else call, everyone you, you call your girlfriend would agree, like, oh yeah, we were boyfriend-girlfriend the entire time?
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm Every sure, single what? I'm sure there's a set of women... Even
1: the month-long ones? I'm
0: sure there's a set of women who I never called my girlfriend who would say that I was their boyfriend. There is no way that I was imposing a boyfriend-girlfriend label on anyone I ever saw. Like, I would avoid that like the plague. We're staring at each other awkwardly here.
1: I'm just saying. You don't believe me. No, I would avoid it like the plague. And therefore, that's why I've only had four boyfriends.
0: Yeah, but maybe some of those men would have called you your girlfriend.
1: I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I think I was very verbal.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well,
1: everyone you, write in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> listeners, we've been we've been going for an hour here. It's time to wrap this up. Yeah, listeners, if you have any opinions on this, write us in. A big thank you to Alyssa. Thanks for tolerating me throughout the episode. Love and, you. And generally, love you too. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> listener. You've just made it all the way through episode 77 of Your Mileage May Vary. We hope you've enjoyed yourself and we hope to have you back next time on Your Mileage May Vary.
1: Je veux et je viens
0: entre tes oreins. Je vais et je viens, je me retiens.